Glad to be back and happy to be talking to you again. This is Yesenia Diaz bringing you true stories and I'm excited for this episode because I am going to speak to you about my journey on dropping coffee, having no more caffeine in my system. It has been a long time coming and I'm excited to share with you how I did this. Now, I do want you to know that on the True Works blog, I have written a post about my coffee addiction and how I got over coffee. If you go on the search bar at TrueWorks slash blog, you can search coffee and this article will definitely pop up in the search results. Anyway, I'm happy that uh, you're all here, like I said. And now I spoke before about my trip to LA and how that changed a lot and gave me a different outlook on my life and how... I had a moment where I couldn't drink coffee for a day when I came back from LA and I had the opportunity to stop drinking coffee and I took it. Now, I've been drinking coffee since, oof, I can't even remember how old I was. Um, As a Hispanic, especially being Puerto Rican, maybe not even being Puerto Rican, just being Hispanic, coffee is very important. Coffee is a morning thing. It is a dinner thing. It's something you take uh, to relax. Our coffee is strong in Hispanic countries. We have access to good beans, of course. And coffee um, is given to you from a young age. It's not a big deal, but or on those cultures. But as I get or as I got older, I realized that something was going on with me that after some time of doing... Uh, research, not necessarily research, but studying my own body, the older I get, um, I've realized that I've taken out anything that that could have affected my body in a negative way, besides the occasional dessert or snack, of course, except for coffee. And coffee was the last thing I had to conquer. And by conquer, I mean, I can say no to mint chocolate chip ice cream or cake or uh, cinnamon rolls or any type of candy. I can say no to that. And right now my weakness is mint chocolate chip ice cream and a Hershey bar, but I still can say no, unlike coffee, where if I didn't have a coffee, it ruined my whole day. It controlled my mood. It controlled the outlook I had for the rest of the day. And I would rather go or be late to work than skip a cup of coffee. And in LA, I, was, I had access to free Starbucks, which crazy enough... I took advantage of and I realized I was really, really dehydrated in California. Why would I drink water when I had free Starbucks? You know what I mean? So I had a lot of coffee and I'm a, I was usually a uh, one cup, one cup a day drinker and it escalated to two cups of espresso and <laughs> You know, every Starbucks coffee at least has two shots in them. So, you know, it adds up to four, six shots of espresso a day. Wasn't very, very good. And let me backtrack. Um, I have been suffering for a very, very long time on dehydration issues. Um, I'm a type of person where I drink a cup of water and 30 minutes later I pee a cup of water out. I have no idea why this happens to me, but I'm constantly, constantly battling staying hydrated and this has been happening to me since I've been very very little and 
I can remember drinking coffee and being dehydrated um, at a very young age. I remember getting so dehydrated. I had to stay out of school for a week to rehydrate and uh, replenish my body and, and get healthy once again. I was on Gatorade and saltine crackers for a week. I remember that so clearly. Um, it happened to me, like, if I'm correct, about twice when I was younger. I was extremely dehydrated. I was an outside kind of gal, tomboy, and always outside, and never drank water, always drank juice, soda, coffee, anything but water. And the older I got, the more water I drank, but I was still dehydrated. Like I said, I would drink water, and it would go in and then come out rather quickly. And it almost felt as if I... I wasn't drinking anything. It felt as if I wasn't doing anything. I, I just had no idea I needed that much water. And it was annoying because I felt I feel like I need more water than the average person does. I'm either constantly dehydrated, getting nosebleeds, or constantly in the bathroom, peeing. It's never a happy medium. I haven't found that happy medium. But to be honest, I'm more closer to it now without coffee than I was before. Funny enough, I have an article on my dehydration and how I suffer staying hydrated on the TrueWorks blog, and you can just search dehydration, and in the search results, it'll be the first article up top. I suffered with dehydration, lightheadedness. I still suffer with lightheadedness um, from being dehydrated. I don't have nosebleeds anymore like I used to because I do drink water every day, um, and funny enough, I should name this co- this podcast episode um, instead of no coffee, no caffeine, because I don't even drink soda anymore besides Sprite, which has no caffeine but a load of sugar, if you know what I mean. Um, but I don't have coffee anymore or uh, or Coke, Coca Cola. I don't like any other beverage, any other soda beverages anyway. But you know, I started with stopping Coke and. What I realized is when you want to stop something, if you just do it one step at a time and imagine it over a long period of time of tackling this issue or problem, it becomes easier and less stressful. I mean, if I would have said um, no coffee and I was still drinking Coca-Cola, I'd probably drink more Coca-Cola now than, uh, than just quitting coffee, if that makes sense. So, like, I would have no coffee in me, but I would make up for that coffee by drinking more Coca-Cola. Luckily, I'm not doing that. I was off Coke for a very long time, I would say for a year, and only drinking Sprite and juice uh, and water. And now, without coffee, I just drink juice, water, and an occasional Sprite. And even, even then, I don't drink Sprite so often. And it took me doing this little by little every day and learning to say no and if I messed up I messed up but you know I just the next day I had to try again no soda and like I said after LA I I took the opportunity to just I I, it was jet lagged that's what it was I was so jet lagged I just slept for a whole day I didn't even uh, I didn't even drink coffee, so it was crazy. So I took advantage, and on day two, I was like, I have the choice now to uh, to start up my coffee again or to end it. And I talked to my husband, and I told him about it, and he said, look, just take take advantage and just stop. And now, I'm going to be honest. If I didn't tell him, I would have 
probably started drinking coffee again. But you know what? I learned that when you tell someone about an issue you're going through, they can hold you accountable and they can push you through and help you get through your addiction, no matter what it is. And in a previous episode, I spoke about different addictions and that we're going to be posting more articles on addictions. And one of my favorites right now is on pornographic addiction. Um, In the article, the author, Dave Harvey, spoke with his parents and his parents helped him and he told his pastor and that helped him. While another girl um, with bulimia um, told her mom and her mom got her help from, you know, counselors and stuff like that. When you tell someone, somebody knows about it. It kind of takes off that hmm, feeling alone, um, like you're the only one suffering or dealing with uh, your addiction or your disorder, your problem. So I highly suggest telling someone, I know that coffee and caffeine, that's nothing compared to having bulimia or a pornographic addiction or any other addiction like cigarettes, but um, it does happen. Um, It's a problem for me, and although I'm not addicted to porn or, uh, let's see, I'm not bulimic, uh, praise God, but I did have a problem with coffee where it controlled my day, and I had to tell someone about it, and who better than my husband? So... He wouldn't buy me coffee anymore. He would ask me about um, how I was doing. And man, I was a crabby witch for two weeks. And I'll tell you something, when you stop the coffee, you'll have to suffer for two weeks with headaches and just moodiness and low energy. And it's crazy, but it's really not low energy. It's you. You're actually just being you and you are dealing with realizing your body's recognizing who you are again. And it's funny because I'm very mellow person and coffee made me more erratic. And it's, it's weird to see me the way I am now. I've been two months, um, never mind, three months off coffee. And funny enough, I'm so chill and so mellow and I have energy throughout the day. And I'm my, I, I can work out more, I drink more water, I feel more hydrated, I, um, I do slack still on drinking water, I'll admit that, I need to drink more, um, that's what I'm working on now, so, but, you know, I find it funny that I was such a grumpy woman after letting go of coffee, and now I have so much more energy, my energy lasts throughout the day, it's not just put into a burst of energy, um, I'm sleeping more because sleep is what's giving me the energy I need to last throughout the day. I'm not, um, I'm not getting rid of hours of sleep and making up with them, making up for them with coffee. I'm just doing what I need for my body. I'm able. How, this makes more sense. I'm able to read my body more because my body isn't being manipulated by caffeine. I'm actually me. I have no other addiction at all. So what I feel is me. So if I'm tired and I have a headache right now, it's because it's not because of coffee, because I'm not drinking coffee. I don't get caffeine headaches anymore. It's because I haven't slept. And I know that now, you know, when you stop drinking coffee, which I'm not sure if any of you or if every one of you are coffee drinkers anyway. So this uh, episode may be irrelevant to you, but if you ever have a partner that drinks coffee and they're going to stop, you got you to gotta know this stuff. Um, but when you stop drinking coffee, it's just, it's a good feeling to know that something's not controlling you, like a liquid isn't controlling you, you know? It's, you're back to being just you. 
Um, and this goes for, I feel like this goes for anything. If you're ever going through anything like that where you feel you can't stop, um, I say the first thing you should do is tell someone. And when you tell someone, they're aware of it. They know about it. And even if they don't understand what you're going through, they can find someone who will or get help. There's so many hotlines out there for any more serious uh, addictions or disorders. Uh, there's so many people who want to help and can't wait to help anyone with outstanding issues. And when you let someone know, which is the hardest thing to do, it's the first step. And it's the most important step in my mind, in my heart, because it's a bold, it's a bold step. Like I said, my case wasn't so serious. I wasn't uh, like a heavy coffee drinker. It was just, I knew that it was affecting my health. Going forward, after you stop drinking coffee, you're just you. You focus on water. You focus on juice. And you're, you're, uh, you're feeling good. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you some other things. You still think about coffee. When you've had coffee for as long as I have, which probably over 10 years, sheesh, being 15, and I'm only 20, 26, guys. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe just 10 years. I don't know. My math's off. But um, you still think about it. You still wake up and think, man, a coffee would go great with this, with my breakfast. But that's where you had to push yourself to say, no, you stop for a reason. Um, and my reason was just for my health. Um, I, I've, I'm pretty sure I've explained this before where I wanted to have kids Um not anytime soon, but by the time I get there, I don't want to be addicted to coffee or suffering from addiction from just stopping uh, coffee. I want to be, I want to be off and forgotten of coffee, and I don't want uh, my kids caffeinated right when they're born. So, and that's just my personal opinion, my personal uh, what I want for my kids while they're in the womb. But I'll admit, I still think about it. It's still there, and. I still tell my husband, hey, I still think about it. I, I would love a cup of coffee right now. And, you know, when I fail, I get decaf. But I haven't had legit caffeine. And it's okay if I mess up. It's all right. It happens. You just got to try again. And don't ever, like, it happens. I mean, nobody's perfect. And I'm using this coffee story of mine as a more subtle addiction. Um, for anyone with anything more serious, like I've said before, if happens again it's not the end of the world you can pick yourself up and try again that's all you have to do forgive and forget and try again it's okay to tell someone you messed up also tell them I messed up I, I need help I need you here um, I need advice can you make sure that for this week uh, just check in on me don't love like just be vocal and tell someone don't hold that in don't keep that in pray about it if need be but don't don't think you're alone or just hold that to yourself or keep that to yourself. Don't, how do I say this? Don't try to take this challenge on your own. People want to help you, okay? You're going to see way more articles about addictions and overcoming tremendous adversities um, and challenges from different people. I'm going to have more guest blogging. Another thing I'm going to be sharing on the True Works blog now is uh, marriage stories and relationship stories. I just feel as if nowadays in this world, marriage is looked at really like a poor decision, especially if you get married young, as I have. And I believe that's not true. I believe that when you find that person, you marry them. There's not going to be a better person. You find someone that loves you for who you are, and man, that's rare enough to take advantage of it. And that's just my belief. And 
I also think that marriage is not a bad thing and it's great and people are happy being married. There are actual happy people out there and I want to share those stories. I'm reaching out now, anyone married listening to this, anyone with an addiction and they've overcome or an adversity, any challenges that they've overcome, I'd love to hear about it. Uh, please email me at shareit at true.works and I will definitely hear your story, read your story, and we can chat. Um, you can also follow TrueWorks and the blog on TrueWorks slash blog, T-R-U dot W-O-R-K-S. You can follow TrueWorks on Twitter and Instagram at True dot Works, T-R-U-D-O-T Works. And you can follow me on Twitter, my favorite uh, social media platform at WhyTheGreatDiaz and Instagram at WhyTheGreatDiaz. You can email me at ydiaz at true.works, T-R-U works. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your week um, or weekend. And check out the blog. Let me know what you think. Comment your opinions on each post. And let me know what you want to hear or read more of. All right, then, in closing, this was Yesenia Diaz. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great weekend.